What up, what up, what up? Welcome to Bruise and Banner Podcast. I am your host, Rob G. This is the first episode of Bruise and Banner Podcast. Here, where we're going to get a little bit of beer review of what our opinions are on the beer, also mixed with some of the hottest topics of the day. Uh, so, we're going to get right into it. Once again, I am your host, Rob G, and I'm going to let my guests introduce themselves one by one. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is 302 Yoda. Um, I could be found on Instagram at Delaware on Grind, or you could put in 302 Yoda and you'll find me that way as well. Yeah, I'm here to taste these beers and to talk shit. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> hey, how's everybody doing? My name is Lewis. You can find me at uh, Instagram at In the Margin Tees. I'm going to spell it for you I N T H E M A R G I N T E E S. And also at Lou Did, L E W D I D. Uh, we're going to pass it over to Devin. I'm um, looking forward to these beers as well. Yo, it's Devin Aaron the Great. And that's how you can find me on Instagram, Devin Aaron underscore the underscore great. I'm here as well to just chop it up with my homies, um, talk about any and everything under the sun. So, thanks, Rob, for the invite. Appreciate it. that IG handle this. Yeah, go on. Talk about it. Let's talk about it. angry every time he says it. Why? Because you didn't think of it first? I like the great. He's great, and his name happens to be Devin. Uh, yes, sir. I'm, I'm gonna go with it, man. Devin Aaron flows too. Like Can you get a better man. first like, and like middle? Yours, I like yours as well. But Devin Aaron the Great. <laughs> you can't get is that your any better. Name, sir? It is. That's the his great. first and middle yeah, name, the and great. his last name is. It has to be. Like it should be that way. <laughs> I, I feel like next episode. Next episode, you coming with a better intro. Uh, I bet I'm coming with change a better intro. Oh, you better change the social yeah. media. Damn. Damn. I thought I thought this, this was all about rebranding. <laughs> I did, you know, yeah, with the name well, now. Well, now, guess what? <laughs> okay. D-O-G, we get to the surface. Delaware on grind. I'm be like, follow, follow you everywhere. Magnificent. Now you want people to get Saturday, Saturday huh? <laughs> <laughs> the playlist every Saturday. My fault. I just had to say something. Live, live, It's all right. We're going to get right into this beer review. Like I said, we're going to do new breweries, old breweries, new beers that they've created. We're just going to get into it. So we're going to start with uh, Wilmington Brew Works uh, beer. It is a subtle Perchitude, which is a a dunkel. It was a 6.8 percent uh, alcohol, so it's, it's a decent decent range. Um, independent brewery here in the state of Delaware. Uh, everybody got a little taste of it. Well, what do you guys think about it? Well, now that we are uh, just about done the can, yes, <laughs> I think we all can say that it's a it's a pretty good beer. It's smooth. It's uh, reminds. Uh, I'm not gonna steal any of my my my, uh, my fellow brothers' we comments, but I do agree that it does remind me of the England. Yes, it was very very smooth, very you know kind of a traditional everyday beer that you could drink just whenever. Yeah. Come home, yeah. you can crack open a bottle. No I'll, special I'll occasion drink that. beer. No special occasion mm-hmm. beer. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, yeah. That's so that's idea. my two cents. Uh, earlier on, um, I like to. We were talking about the beers, and I like to break my beers down into the flavors because I'm not a, I'm an amateur at this beer drinking thing. So I go with uh, Yingling's, uh, Heineken's, and Coors Light. And like Devin said earlier, this has like a Yingling flavor to it. Uh, it's a really good malt. Like uh, Rob said, a, a Dunkel. 
I never heard of that word until today. Me either. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a very <laughs> tasty and crazy. around the way. A dunkle. Just when you get home from work, you want to chill. Something off of Harry Potter. <laughs> Maybe that's why that's not Yo, my favorite yeah. beer. A dunkle. <laughs> we, we, we are about four or five uh, beers. Yeah, so, so bear with it's us a people. dunkle. Hey, hey. Well, what I think about this dunkle is that um, it yeah, it's, a, it's an okay beer. It wasn't mm-hmm. the... Um, it wasn't the, the best beer, but I mean, it's pretty good. But like y'all said, it tastes like England. I don't really like England. Yeah. But um, but that's probably why you don't like this that's one. That's probably why. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. but I, it's not Who's like I would. You? Obviously, the taste, nigga. Another. We haven't mentioned this, but this uh this beer that we're drinking, the first one we've tasted is a, a local beer. We're all from Wilmington, Delaware. Uh, and this is a local Wilmington brewery. I didn't hear that. I didn't say that. He because you three beers in. <laughs> yeah. He said six. I was but, concentrating on my notes. <laughs> yeah, you were. Yeah, you were. You were. <laughs> but the beer's not. The beer's definitely not bad, and it's local, so that's cool. That it's local, but it's definitely not a bad beer. I just, I think that I have to say something. I didn't like. Boy, I feel you. I mean, I, I, I like the beer. Uh, it had. You could definitely taste the the uh, the malt, uh, and it, and I think that is what it's kind of trying to. Present uh, not much as the hops. I mean, there's hops in there, and you can kind of, you can kind of taste that. But you're trying to push through the malt, and I think that, uh, I respect the beer. I mean, yeah. it may not be my go-to beer every day, but I definitely right. enjoy drinking it. And I mean, because you like dunkle. <laughs> I don't know. I, don't, I mean, I like I like what I like, and I mean that's how. I mean, I don't go through. I don't do a lot of uh, like sniffing the beer and just getting all the aroma because I, I understand that a lot of the a lot of your drinking and tasting and thing is some parts your smell and then some part tasting. But like when you're cold, when you got a cold, it's hard to enjoy anything. But you have a cold right now? No, I don't. No, he was just saying that as an example. Like it's hard. Oh, okay. Got it's you. hard to enjoy things when you have cold because you don't get that whole experience of the flavor and stuff. But when I, when I was drinking this, I, I I enjoyed it. I liked it. Um, it'd definitely be on, on the list if I if I went. I mean, I I, I do go to the brewery quite a bit just because it's down the street from me so I, I have visited quite a few even if it's just to stop in grab a can and, and grab a crowler and just walk on out and I mean it's a decent uh, 6.8% uh, beer and the crowler uh, at the establishment is about 10.50 depending on I mean there's some specialty beers that the crowler would cost you a little more um, like I think there was a sour today uh, when I went it was like $18 for the crowler but that's because that was specialty uh, I think it was like a milkshake sour um, but I didn't get that but I might if it's back on tap again next time I go I'm gonna definitely try to uh, try it out because it was like a blueberry uh, type uh, milkshake sour okay. um, so that wasn't the dunkle no it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't the dunkle the dunkle is just weird alright so, <laughs> so many things could come to mind by saying the word dunkle I don't do and it, and it's, it's a German word I'm assuming it's a German word so maybe they call it dunkle or maybe I, I don't I don't know. Right. I don't know. I'm just saying. <laughs> really? You're you're special. Right? I mean <laughs> the spelling the spelling of it looks like dunkle, but they may say dunkle. I don't I don't know. Or dunk or some other way. I mean, if you do know exactly how to pronounce it, you can definitely Leave a message and I'll, and I'll definitely put it on next next podcast. So but you have to be on the uh, Anchor app, leave a message, tell me exactly how to pronounce Dunko Dunko, and then we'll definitely uh, get it right next time.
next one is uh, that we uh, tasted was the Harpoon Brewery uh, Duncan Coffee Porter. Uh, I think it's uh, one of their new seasonal brews. It's a limited edition. Uh, it's it is um, it's a, like it's a coffee porter and it's blended with uh, espresso, dark chocolate. Uh, it's a, it's a multi roast. It's smooth, pretty smooth. Uh, but it is in combination, as you can tell. It's called. It says Duncan, so it is a collaboration with Harpoon Brewery and uh, Duncan. Uh, Formerly known as Dunkin' Donuts, because they are chopped, they, off uh, the, chopped off the second <laughs> half of their game, because they're known more than just for donuts, right? right. I, I mean, most sense. people go in there and get other things besides donuts now. Like so. Old school stuff. And plus, like, still that's that it. guy, he gets up to make the donuts. But, right, exactly. What I, I, I said, he was the best. I was Dunkin' for donuts. He was the best A Rab ever. <laughs> <laughs> Time to make them. <laughs> that was such a racist comment. How about this Dunkin' Coffee Porter? Uh, <laughs> the bottle, it comes in a six pack uh, in a bottle. It looks just, it kind of favors the, it has the same colors as the Dunkin' Donuts uh, mm-hmm. people. You know the, the um, you know how they serve the cold coffees yeah. at the mm-hmm. stores? Like at Wawa's and stuff, they look just like yeah. this. Yeah. Like and, and it's basically a coffee with beer like now, it, this is not too far like even on the alcohol content uh from the uh first one we reviewed which is a six percent um but very flavorful again um i wasn't sure what to expect from this beer but um i'm impressed i don't really drink a lot of dark beers but i'm impressed with this one so right if you, if you like coffee you like Beer. This is definitely uh, perfect. You go to, especially while it's in while it's in the season, because like I said, it is a limited edition. Oh, good. Uh, so you definitely want to run out and, and grab it and, and give it a taste yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I do recommend it uh, highly. Uh, check out this porter. Like I said, it's a porter, six percent uh, alcohol um, content. I mean, unless you like more than that, but I think it's in the it's in Decent. the average range. Of, uh, <laughs> Decent beers. amount. And it has a good flavor. You definitely can feel all the notes that they're trying to present. So, uh, 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 big yeah. shout out to Harpoon Brewery for this one. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's a look. It's a good look. That that That's my second favorite one. Uh, the next one we uh, we sampled was from Maine Beer Company from Freeport, Maine, the brewery out of there. And it is called Mo or M O. I'm not really sure, but it's a pale L. And it's, um, I think it's 6% alcohol content okay. as well. Uh, so what did you guys think about this one? Uh, before we go into that one, I'd like to say uh, on my scale uh, from Yin Ling, uh, Coors Light, and Heineken, this is neither of that <laughs> Duncan. That the Duncan was more of a Guinness, like Devin said earlier, some darker mm, beer. Yeah, uh, has a really dark, <laughs> dark connotation. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, you. back to the pale ale. Then we'll let you start with the pale yeah, ale. Well, I'll go right into pale ale on my scale. It's a Heineken. Uh, it tastes a lot like Heineken to me. It has a citrus and more of a aftertaste like a Heineken does. But like I said, I'm not a beer drinker, so that's just my amateur opinion. Yeah, I uh, I agree. I agree with that. Oh um, yeah, that uh, L is definitely reminding, reminiscent of of Heineken. One thing that I will say is the presentation or the bottle is very much similar to more of a wine bottle than your traditional beer bottle so i think that is um to appeal to uh a a different audience or a different uh class of beer drinkers um but i like that yeah i I like that about i like that about uh this particular beer it is 
really, really, yeah, it, it really makes you feel yeah. like, hey, look, I'm in a class by, by it's in a class by itself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, I think all of us have, uh, you know, respect for things like that because you know, I think we can relate like, to, you, you know, like a, a, a lot a of game, other things. A game day mm-hmm. <laughs> at the house, everybody cracking open their kids. And when you that bust come out, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. people gonna yeah, do a, not, sec- a double true. take. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like, tell you right now. I'm gonna tell you right now. Like, None of these riches. beers that are on the table are tailgate game day beers. Oh, right? No. These are not. No, this. No. That, that, this beer. Would you is show up to tailgate with the with the Tailgate with the bow, like yo, you better bring some shit. You got to serve this. This is the type of beer, right? You got to serve it. Right here, y'all. Let's serve that in the booth. Sure, definitely. Right. On the high, the high end, and I think uh, Rob was telling us earlier, uh, you can get a case of the Dunkin', which is a six pack for what ten bucks? Yeah, I think about ten dollars. But this Mo, uh, you can get one bottle of it for for nine dollars. So yeah, yeah. So you gonna, you gonna spend? You gonna spend? Yeah. You gonna spend a little but money? But it, it's good. It's it's, it's definitely worth a, a taste. I, I was I think yeah, I, I, I like to bring in the the artisan. Beer, the craftsmanship, uh, craft beer. Yeah. It's definitely a has the the. I mean, I'm not a big pale L uh, fan, but um, I enjoyed it. It, it was it was refreshing. It, it wasn't too aggressive. Yeah. It, was, it was pretty it pretty it nice on the palate. That's why I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty good on the palate that I can um, go in and try the other beers and still be like, okay, I, I understand where where they're going with this. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I enjoyed it. I mean, it's minimal. Uh, the label is pretty minimal, so you just know exactly what you're getting. Beer. You know, if you happen to taste a beer that you don't like and it was like sitting on your tongue, if you drink that, it'll give you a, a, a refreshing palate. Oh, really? Oh, okay. That's what it reminds you, me of. Josh, like, would you consider that pale uh, more of like a summertime beer? Yeah, because it's got a uh, You know why? Uh, because it's kind of out. Yeah. And you're on a beach. Or yeah, because it got a citrusy. Kind of like yeah. a citrusy. So that's an, a, that's a, a really that's an occasional beer. Yeah. Versus yeah. the versus the um, yeah, like multitude or punctitude subtle that was more of every day. day. Yeah. First the mow is more of an occasional. Bottle. True. Daily. Right. One. I mean, like, I do may have some listeners that are willing to do a daily. You know what? Yeah, because they'd be like, you know what? I just want to drink one. Yeah. And be done. and I want to be and I want it to be good. And I want to be good. And I want to show people that I. Yeah, but that's have what a, I'm saying. Like, I got a little about style about yeah, me, right? You might, and you might also just like uh, support independent breweries, and that is uh, one of the independent yeah, breweries. And is it true that more independent breweries uh, may cost a little more than your national breweries? Right, and, I, and, and I think this particular one does a lot of uh, for the planet, so they try to uh, okay, minimize back. their footprint on uh, on the environment as well. Okay. So I think that has a lot of that's so pack, definitely pack a punch right in one bottle versus yeah. okay, we're gonna do this mass uh-huh. production yeah. of six yeah, exactly in a in a case and, and, and definitely pack. I think the the whole point of this podcast is to try to taste different beers that aren't your Coors Lights or your Budweiser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. definitely support your common, independent your common household. Yeah, if you got a local beer. brewery that you you guys uh, feel that you need yeah. to talk about, send it to us. Yeah, send us it know. to us. Maybe we'll, we'll go out, try, try yeah, you know, it, try it out. Yeah. You know, yeah, for, the, for the next podcast, you know, Drinks on me, by the way. You know what I mean? I'll bring the I'll bring the next if we yeah, get some recommendation. I will uh I'll bring the I'll bring the album. I get the pick. I get the pick. Man, give me ten of the fancy bottles. 
<laughs> right, that's fine. You can definitely bring something that you want. Like, hey, maybe we should try this as well. I yeah, mean, we take recommendations. Pretty, uh, I mean, pretty is, uh, it's a lot of beers out there. Right, right. So oh, you sure, definitely sure. have a. I mean, I mean, basically, what I did, I just went and to yeah, the so. store and said, uh, "What's what's what you have new mm-hmm. here, mm-hmm. or what do you have new in the store um, that you may not have?" I mean, because I think it may not be here at the brewery. Uh, at this, that particular store, the um, the brewery is new. So I just wanted to say, I said, hey, let me get this and try this out. And for our debut of Bruising Banner podcast, I wanted to be, I wanted to do three beers. Because normally we probably do about one um, per uh, episode in terms of review and just get into the topic of the day or whatever the hot topic is uh, that we're talking to, talking about. So that's how I, uh, how I envisioned it. Nice. The beers, all three of them, was pretty, pretty decent beers. Yeah, and we, we're going to rank the beers, and before we rank them, I want to just say uh, none of the beers were, were not worthy of a buy or a taste, but we always got to rank the beers. So um, our final rank is the Duncan. Uh, the Coffee Brew beer was our favorite out of the, um, the majority. Mm-hmm. And uh, Gold Duncan. Coffee Porter. The Coffee Porter, thank you very much. Gold Duncan. And then our second, uh, we got the, the Dunkel. Uh, the local Wilmington, Delaware brewery, and our last one was the Parallel Mo Mo. Uh, and there you go. That's our rankings for this first week of our beers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, all right. So um, let's get into uh, <laughs> our next topic. <laughs> so uh, I mean, I guess we could start it off the way we were where we deemed to start it off. So um, voting. So uh, is everybody voting? Yeah, I'm registered. I'm registered since I first was able to vote. Yeah. It'll, it'll feel a little new for me this. Uh, Why this so? uh, Why? Because I moved, so I'm voting Why? for people that you know yeah, are. Yeah. I'm new also, to their policies. Learning. I'm learning about you know what they're. Do you, you know, st- I don't, we don't <laughs> probably, but I don't know. I, I, think, I, I think Middletown has a mayor. They, they Newark, may. I don't think Newark has a mayor. I think Middletown has a mayor. Newark, Delaware. I just don't want people to think we in Germany. Newark. Yeah, I think. I, think. I wonder why he said that. Like yeah, I got it. Newark. That's, that's, a, that's a really no, great no, question. No, no. I need to research I'm, that I'm if Middletown sure. has a mayor. Um, I'm, 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 uh, I'm new to Middletown. Two months in, not even ninety days. So I'm like, you know, learning about, you know, what the. New, these politicians from this area, what their agendas are, so it'll be a little, little new. But um, I will say that <clears throat> you know I've already gotten a little, a little uh, familiar with the area and stuff like that. And so far, I'm, I'm settling in, in nice. But it'll be a different, you know, kind of election this year. Yeah, that kind of sucks at the time that you move because uh-huh. then it's like you know the only reason I say that is because like with the situation when it comes to voting, mm-hmm. it's like. I don't even really know what this area is, is lacking in the first place. Exactly. And so it's like, what do you need? Right. right. One thing I will say that's been positive so far about the move and, you know, maybe, you know, just the small things that, you know, that kind of excite me. But, you know, I, I was bragging like, oh, man, going to move, move in the middle town, man. All your, all your utility bills come on one bill a month. Something small as that is like, first oh, world I love it here. <laughs> first world problems. Right, it's like, oh my God, this is so easy. I don't have to get a separate water bill, electric <laughs> bill, water, all like that. Everything, sewer, everything come on one bill one time a month. I'm like, Thank Are you also in Newcastle County? 
We are still That's Newcastle County. That is beautiful. Man. All I gotta do Just is write one thing. check. Bam. Done. Trash everything. Trash. One. One bill. They all, like, yeah, see? Listen in City of Wounded. You listen in the City of New York. Right. Get it together, man. Middletown got it going on. They got it Towns going on. Down there. Going on, so. Yeah, so small you, you just want to just wing it with the vote? <laughs> not, not really. Not really. I'm not going to wing it because the way I did it for what, what, what other what other um what, did elections just, did we just have uh, in the summer, uh, right? Primaries. No, I did. I used a. Uh, I used a website. I think that Asian referred me to. Was it like uh, Vote Four One One? Something like that. I forget the exact uh, page, but at least through the Four One One voting, you uh, one you get to see not just who in who's in your area, but it gives you a little bit of their background. Oh, yeah. What are the messages? So mm-hmm. I was able to quickly kind of use that. As an uh, as a as a time to learn a little right. bit about gotcha. you know what you know what 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 was what they were going for what they were about um, in a short period of time. Because sometimes so. I just go in and say who's black, <laughs> <laughs> who's Democrat, who's Wait, black, right? Crazy. Yeah, that right. don't always don't work. Always work. <laughs> no, because I know a, a lot of black people black. in our state that have changed their uh, affiliations yes. so they're able to run. Because right. our state is a liberal state. Like, right. Who's Democrat? Uh, and who's which I don't know. It's Trying to talk yeah. about going with the wind and going yeah. with the because you never know like what's the, the background man. agenda like they just want to be elected or I don't know. Right. Well, I, I think and I think I mean the good part is even if you do have a move, there are the high level work because we only have one uh, senator, one uh, uh, house of representatives, so it's kind of easy. So, so those two, you kind of you know that no matter where you go in the state, you're voting between right. yeah. one or two. One or two people, maybe three at the most, if there's an independent person. Mm-hmm. Um, so you gotta have, uh, I think, uh, Lisa Blunt Rochester. I think she's not. Yeah. Shout out to FDU, baby. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and by the way, I met yeah, her I uh, a few weeks nice. ago yeah, personally. She uh, was at the uh, NAACP um, banquet that where my son was honored for exemplary student award, and uh, she was very personable, really. You know, relatable. I, I also know a few other people um, that are uh, William Penn alum that support her. Uh, Davida Baker, um, who's like uh, sits on the board of directors for the YWCA. Uh, she's uh, a big supporter, has her at her events. But again, uh, Lisa Rochester, she seems like a really um, you know down to earth, solid yeah, candidate. So, so, but she can. What is she running for? Well, she is currently. She's she's she rerun, is, does she yeah. rerun? Yeah, she's the incumbent. So okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but that's just, is that just Wilmington? <clears throat> no, 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 that's uh, statewide. statewide. She's okay. statewide. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Because uh, yeah. she goes to D.C. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. She okay. goes to D.C. Yeah. Is that, was that one of my, that's, never mind. Never mind. No, yeah. Biden, Biden was the uh, senator. The senator. So, so he's, that's, that's Tom Carpenter. Tom Carpenter. Yeah, Tom Carpenter. We talk about him at all. We want to skip past that, There's a shift in politics, I feel like, that, you know, it's 
kind of, you know, no one has their, the best way I can describe it is no one has their, I would say, their unique um, or own kind of their own message. And when I say their own message, you know, I mean something that they can really tie into truly to their story or their history. But that's because it's so many, it, it's so many people that you have to connect with. Exactly. In order to corner it's, a vote, exactly. I have to it's get become the more about I gotta, I gotta get this get person. So I'm running. Right. I'm just the spokesman for somebody else's exactly. agenda. Yup. And if I can so, get a majority of the people to, to respect this one or two topics that I'm going for, right. And that's what your boy 45 did. Exactly. That's I mean, exactly. At the end of the day, it's just a numbers game. So yeah. I mean, why would you like get personal? You, you don't want to. Well, you don't want to buck the system. It's to, to you know, politics has become no different than some of the you know. Um, same way some of us feel in our positions or our roles in companies in terms of being kind of the individual contributors it's like look you know i mean i don't want to be kind of that person or that man on the island you know what i mean i'm I'm gonna go with the flow i got i got children to feed i got i got responsibilities i got all this so i don't want my position or my you know job to be on the line all because i want to you know be that this, this, that true disruptor Absolutely. and I think that politics has changed where it used to be that way people but politics the job has been the position mm-hmm. of a councilman or a senator or a house representative it's such a cushy job it is that I can't go against the grain no. to lose this this insurance yeah. <laughs> well, that's where you, this, but that's where you fail once right. you if you get into politics because it's a Christian job, then you've already lost. You've already lost. Right, but how many of them are, have done that? Right. Like, how many of them really went to politics to make a change and to do it? Like, I love Barack Obama, but or did he really, like, come, it's, a, it's a great job if you can get it. But, yeah. but it's a little different because he has a term limit. Like, other people right, do right, not have right. a term limit. Exactly. They can be there for I definitely, years. I definitely think the Supreme Court, everybody should have a term limit. Everybody should have to leave. Right. And never be able to right. to run again. But I think definitely in Congress you should be there for thirty years no. because one, technology changes, times change, times yeah. change mm-hmm. what you think, what people think, or the attitudes. I mean, you could have been there from Jim Crow to now, and maybe it's your attitude yeah, has changed. Think, but think of, still... think, of, think of it like this, and I know it's you know we we can't rewrite the way that uh, it is now. I feel like that if a person um, is been in politics, um, you should have term limits maybe on more of the um, as you rise through the ranks I almost feel like you know think about it, it no, not, not everybody may agree but think about when you make it to the highest level of pre- presidency right and you're you've reached the pinnacle of your career of being in politics right and your message is being broadcast you know you, you know you're the commander you're the, com- you're the commander right commander in chief to me, I feel like that if your messaging and your your message is, is being broadcast throughout the world, you know, maybe that's a position where if you are running it the way you should be running it, maybe that is a position that you could have uh, more than two terms. And then on the, the, the same topic, you get two terms, eight years, right. but the senators in the House get life if they right. keep getting So it's like almost like, like backwards. Yeah. Like you rose through the ranks right. to get to and the top, and to- you're going to say like, no, all you right. get is two and terms. And then once, once, once you're done your two terms, you can't. You do you run for any other office? No, because you don't feel like. Look, I mean, I, I can't be the governor. I can't of Cal- go back. I can't be the governor like of if, Delaware. Right, it's like if you rose through the ranks of a company, 
you are now disqualified to go back to yeah, I can't a be mailroom mail clerk. <laughs> you can't go <laughs> back to the well. I think that they do it because of that reason that he's the can, same reason can that Rock just said. Can, can Barack like run for but governor? Would, or can, would, can, would a person want to do that? But why wouldn't you? If, you're, if your main goal is to make change and make difference, you shouldn't matter. Like, there's a lot of coaches that have been in the NFL and they go to coach high school. Yeah, but I'm at, but I, what I'm asking you is, and I don't know if this is true or not. We have to look this up. Can a president run for another office other than the president after he's done his two terms in office or his one term in office? Because it always—I've never seen a president do it. No, I think he, I think he could, but I just—yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's like I'm Hall of Fame. I'm in the Hall right. of Fame. What right. exactly. you want? That's the Hall of Fame of politics. Right. Exactly. You that, that joker got the Hall of Fame of politics, guys. Exactly. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's a I'm good sorry. point. No. Like, why, but why would you? But yeah, because you can also because now that you're, but it's also one of the things yeah. that now that you're president, or even if you're a former president, you already have that president title. So therefore, yeah. your name, your your message already speaks volumes if you're just talking. Right. So I think you don't have to do anything right. else right. because now if you just put out a tweet but and say, "Bush messages still speak volumes." I think it does. <laughs> you I, think I, so? I think now he has become popular, more popular now. Yeah. With his relationship with uh, Michelle Obama, I mean, like, I mean he had Michelle, Michelle always. She has she moves helped his image right. a lot. Where Michelle like they, she said that's her right. ride or die, or whatever. Um, that's new to me. I didn't. Yeah, hear. she said it. She was like when they when he uh, gave her the mint. I think uh, at um, John McCain's funeral, <laughs> yeah, yeah, she was sure. like, "Yeah, that's my because no, we all sit it together." It don't take much. No, just give me <laughs> help my personal. Well, I mean, you didn't give her some. It'd be different Michelle. if you were Michelle. talking about the Franklin. I man. got gum, but damn, I man. got gum. I got high chews. <laughs> I got Starburst, whatever you need. I'm a whole penny candy store, Michelle. I think she's basically saying that because of him being a former president and her being a former first lady. Uh, the, the way they sit, they're all, they're always next to each other. Oh, that's okay. just a, that's a that's just that's protocol. Seats. That's yeah. okay. No, that's I protocol. Didn't know that. So they so they've gotten to talking to know each other. Yeah. So I think she was trying to say, well, I'm a Democrat, he's a Republican, but if we actually sit down and talk and not shout at each other, yeah, we, we actually do have things in common. Yeah. And we can be. I think that they yeah, if you want, we can be still people. Yeah, yeah, we're still people. If you cut me, I bleed. If I cut you, you bleed the same blood. It's not like I cut you now. If you cut cut me and I green all right we got a problem mutant but not <laughs> you cut you cut bill you mean you I mean you cut george is he gonna bleed oil because <laughs> he's rich he's about to bleed money I mean, that that real rich. being the president was fun right? yes sir. Like, oh this is something new let me be the president right so i think his image has um has been rehabbed up quite a bit i mean people have short-term memories as well they're like um and then you put them up against this guy you like Oh, yeah. that, motherfucker, that motherfucker was not bad. Right, he yeah. was actually pretty good. Yeah, that's what <laughs> I think. Bad. That's he part of what bad. happened though is that yeah. we went to the worst that cause we thought we were that worst then, mm-hmm. and until we got worse. Yeah. And now it's like we're not oh, gonna say his name, guys. <laughs> like, don't no, say his name. Not over this. And, not then, and, now, and now we're like, we're like, oh well. So we thought it was, but oh my bad. <laughs> this is where we thought we were right, at. Right. <laughs> But now we're actually here. Like at least, at least he was a somewhat lifetime politician. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Well, he also has He's some civility, worst. and I think civility has been lost. Mm-hmm. And, and 
and it starts at the top. So you see that like the, the shooting at the synagogue just happened last yesterday. Yes. And then the young the man who went into the grocery store and shot the man in the back of the head. Yes. Like you see civility is lost, and it's like we're all the same. I mean, if you truly love America, then you would say that we're all Americans, right. so you should be right. united. And they're all activated and doing this in the name of 45. Like, I don't... Is that what the bombs is going on for? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because according to this dude, according to the dude that, like, that's all he talks about on his social media is how much he hates the people that hate Donald Trump, don't like Donald Trump and think his policies are bad. And he's going to kill them all. And he tried. But... Certain Republicans think it was a setup. They think that uh, they have said on camera. Right. They, they, they were your uh, conspiracy theorists. Down yeah. um, your uh, your uh, what's the guy's name? Rush Limbaugh. Lumb- I don't know. Limbaugh. Limbaugh. Guy. Say his name. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I can't remember. Man. The other name. I can't remember. I mean, but there there are those points out there. They were saying, well, this has to be a conspiracy, but how? Right. It's always a conspiracy when it fits your narrative. Right. Right. I mean, because at the end of the day, if they were real bombs and actually went off, luckily uh, they did not go off. Right. And what were they? Well, because they're um, sent to a uh, packaging center so they can't even reach these people except for George Soros or whatever. Um, so it was actually pretty good that they couldn't get there. So they were able to sort and find it. You should have did more research. Like, no offense to. Like, that was just a dumb plan. Like, that, right. I, that's the, first, the post office. And UPS right. and FedEx, like that's their job. Well, maybe, not, job. Well, maybe contraband and weapons and things like that. Well, maybe he knew it though. Maybe he knew that it would never yeah. get to true, him, but he true. just wanted that, to that, that's, 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 that's like some fear. Like, true, oh, right. well, yeah, I'm trying. Absolutely. There are people out here trying Touché. to, uh, Touché. Right, Touché. trying to get right, trying to get to you, right? Um, yeah. And then he was trying to say, Never, that, what year was the anthrax? Yeah, that's like, right after 9-11. Right after 9-11. Right. That was like 2000, late 2001, yeah, 2002. Yeah. And that's when they started um, really diverting packages. Yeah. 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 But the Unabomber I've been for years. Yeah, yeah. I think it was just got caught. Yeah, I've been for years. Okay. Yeah, but they got to go crazy. Well, 9-11 changed, you know, obviously changed a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, airport it, it, security. You used to be able to go down to the gates. Yeah. But I don't understand that because, because one, they were already on the plane, so it wasn't like they right. were at yeah. the gates. Yeah. And, and at the end of the day, crazy going to do what crazy want to do. Right. You can't stop crazy. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So if if I'm going to, only a sane person will stop. TSA looking frisk you. Oh, I don't have anything. If I'm crazy, I can just run through and, and do what I need, what to, I need do, to do. Right? Right. Get as far as you can get. Especially yeah. if, the, if that's your intent, it's just to just cause havoc. Exactly. Right. <laughs> but yeah. so I don't, I don't, I, I mean, I understand it, but at the same time, like people, they always say you can't. The lone wolf, you can never predict the lone wolf, mm-hmm. or or just straight out crazy, you can't predict what their actions will right. be either because they can... No, that's the thing it did, though, is that when you go to the airport, now you be looking at everybody, oh, gee, yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody yeah. Who, who get on the plane, right. right. oh, yeah. Who's on right. the plane with me? Every time, every time I get down, you know, you get that once over, like, mm, yeah. You always say hello. I say hello to everybody. Yo, I sit next to you, too. Hello, how you doing? Uh, yeah. Right. Uh, you not going to speak to me? Right. Uh, Security. <laughs> Security. Come yes, get there. He ain't speaking. He ain't when, we right. go, when we fly to Atlanta. White, black, oh, Asian. It don't matter what color you are. You better speak to me on the plane. I'll be so ignorant. When we go to Atlanta, I'll be like, all these niggas ain't nobody going to ice. Shit on this plane. Not today. Oh. Right. This, that's the only tr- That's the only flight you feel all the way safe on. I'll be like, ooh. You're not going to get on that other plane. I don't even want to get on here. 
Atlanta fight is crazy. Atlanta fight is crazy. I do it every time. It's always always about 84 percent in the Negro. That's a lot of crazy white people in Atlanta too. Man. Speaking of places where you go and you feel safe, where have you gone? Just whether it be you know business or personal, or you, that you ever felt unsafe. So when you say unsafe, right? Or felt like uneasy. Well, uneasy. Where oh, have you I, gone? I, I got. <laughs> Every time I go to the movies now, I feel unsafe. I'm always looking like like exits. You looking at exits? I always look at, I look at exits everywhere I go. Yeah, yeah. But I've been doing crazy. that for years. See, but I've I never done it until they started shooting up. Like you can't go anywhere now and feel like. Uh, I think it was based on relaxed, right? But I think it was just based off me being younger and going out all the time. And every time I went out, it got turned out. Somebody was shooting, blah blah blah. So ever since I was younger, I always look for exits. I remember one time I climbed out a window because that was the, I knew that was the closest exit and it worked. Everybody else went out front. I climbed out the window. So I what was what was the scenario? What did you have to climb out this window for? Not because I, I was at a not because I was at a party. Oh, and somebody started. And somebody came in a party, throwing bottles, doing all okay. that. Then so somebody was, started shooting inside, oh. and it was a small it was a small event, kind of okay. like maybe from. It might have been like here to here. So maybe they're back to the to the fence back there. Okay. That's about long, uh, twenty long. feet. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. long. It wasn't a. It wasn't big, and it was a lot of people there, and it was just crazy. Okay. And I was. I just happened to be sitting at a table that was by by the window. So everybody That's started going. Everybody tried to squeeze out the exit. I tried to squeeze out the the front exit. And I'm like, nope. Lift the window up. What out the window? They're playing, my man. And there's people that was with me follow. Yeah. Oh, he's going out the window. I'm going out the window. Yeah, I'll be the second. I'll be third. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like, I don't. This hasn't been too many places that I've been to as an adult, and I don't feel safe. I don't know if it's. It, and I, I guess I subconsciously I don't feel safe because I'm always looking around. <laughs> well, that but like, I just think that's just me being aware of my surroundings. That's pretty right. much it. I don't well, care. Because yeah, I'll be at a church and still look around. Like, yeah. Yeah. You said some words well, nowadays that were you really uh, something, that, something that comes up all the time, being as though that I work in like manufacturing industry and we always have to give like, you know, a safety message or like a, some yeah. type of something like a safety message at the beginning of every meeting. It, it, it could be about we're talking about process improvements. Everybody has to do like a safety share. When I worked at DuPont, when I worked at Lionel, when I worked at all these big manufacturing Fortune 500 companies. And I think now because I it's been embedded in my brain. Yeah, so working that. in that industry, yes. now it's always yes. about safety, you know. Absolutely. It's and you know the, the whole I th- thing. I, I agree with you on that. Yeah. I like, agree with you on that. You know, Since I started working there, you get safety you just every become, week and you know, all that you stuff. don't you just, just think like, about it at yeah. work, you think about it everywhere yeah. you go. Yeah. Whether it's you know, something as small as holding a handrail to like yeah. to your point of like, okay, no, I'm yeah, going into a place that I'm unfamiliar with. Where am I? I exits? better know my accents. Right. I better know, you know, you know, my I mean, because it ain't even just like something surround. bad popping off. What if I just gotta leave and I can't just be cutting in front of everybody going a certain way? Like I gotta just know what I can. What you got my, emergency. Yeah, right. I wanna know what I, I, I gotta do. Like you never right. know. Like yeah, you should I, always I, be aware of your surroundings. I think I always just keep my head on a swivel, just making sure that mm-hmm. I know what's going on at all times. Mm-hmm. I don't really like too many people behind me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was about to say too. When yeah, you sit at the I, restaurant, y'all want to. 
face the door, yeah, face the exit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what you do? You that's my get that's my good fellows and Godfather the top. <laughs> I, I tried to. You yeah. tried to. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Be like, look, I, I want to keep having to do this. Mm-hmm. How about in restaurants? Is, is, is everybody usually? I don't like being by the kitchen, and I don't, I gotta uh, be facing always, the door. I always face the door. I gotta be facing the door, and, and I don't Adrian like being always, by the kitchen. Uh, Adrian, my wife, she always will say, "Position me," because she'll go to whichever seat first. Whatever you know, she'll let the waitress or whatever, or the hostess director. I'd be like. You over there. I'm over yeah. here. She'd be like, what you doing? I'd be like, no. Yeah, but you know what? A, a lot of I'll times you can. I'll school you uh, yeah. one day. Right now. I'll tell her right then and there. Yeah. Let's sit down before we even order a drink. So let me tell you why I'm doing it. Right. Right. So, exactly. so you can run first. Oh, no. They're shooting. They're shooting. Right. Right. No. Yeah. So I can, I can see it and say, duck, girl. And I'll, I'll, I'll run. <laughs> you duck. I'm out. Right. Like, well, on, like with my Delaware on Grind, Joe, and I've been going to like events and stuff. And it's like, I, I'm glad that I have that, you know, that I have that sense, like, the to make sure I know the exits and all this stuff, because I know, like, what the type of stuff that I'm doing. At your, at your different events yeah, that you Yeah, I, I go to, I mean, it's a bunch it of, it's public, right? It's public. I mean, it's public, right? Yeah, it's public, and mm-hmm. then it's, like, I went to one, it was drinking. Slightly That's ratchet. That's never good. Yeah. Slightly, it's slightly ratchet, but not all of them, not all of them, right? Like, I did go to one where it got, it didn't, I, yeah, I guess it did, because it ended the part, it ended the whole show, mm-hmm. but, like, two boys that came with each other were fighting, and, because one of them got drunk, and it was like, we pushed them outside and let them handle their business, <laughs> and everybody was looking at them from the inside. I guess that goes back to, you know, you you know, alcohol has a different impact or a different effect on certain people. It does. And I guess, you know, it's, it's all too about scenery. Because I, I could say that the scenery or the surroundings we're in, when we're at these beer fests, it's a yeah. lot of people drinking, drinking right? But, it don't but it's happen. never yeah, turns yeah. into anything rowdy. Yeah, it's right? just, but then you got I wonder why is that, though? I don't, I don't why, when we, why, why, when, us, when we, why, is, why is when we, right. we get together and we drink or we... Yo, I, it's, close, it's close proximity... And it's always a beef. When you go to a beer fest, most of those uh, Caucasian people and the black people that are there don't know each other. Mm-hmm. And so there's no beef to be assessed. Mm-hmm. It's always a past beef when you go into a party and you right. start fighting. It's not no beef that started right there. But or sometimes unless you just had a, Unless you just had a really terrible Or day. it's like, you know, or you paranoid and you like, nigga, why are you looking at me? Right. You looked at me too long. Yeah. And I'm drunk. <laughs> and I'm drunk. I'm drunk right and now. I feel some kind but, of way about but it. But to not to not let white people off the hook. I haven't been to so a lot of beer beer fest, but I've been to a lot of football games. Oh, and white people fight worse. when they drunk, bro. Yeah, like they yeah. get down. And it's just not advertised as much. Like That's it's true. not it's not told to the media That's and true. to the public. Well, I think, I think that a lot white, of it has it's more white people in the world. The exactly. more white people in America than it is black people, them niggas fight too. Right. Well I think <laughs> I think it's more about um you're the occasion, like like at baseball games or football games, when they're drinking, there is a competitive thing. Like, oh my yeah, god! Yeah. Right, right, right. If you lost, yeah. talk on the line. Yeah. I'm gonna bust yeah. your ass. Right, but, right, but, right. but I got that a hip hop just... concert or a hip hop event that uh, Yoda attends. It is it is a competition. Right. Rap is a competition. So it is like going to a sports yeah. event. So maybe that's why it is so much adrenaline flowing. And at at sport events, you got a metal detector, and not so much at all the 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 rap concert. Right. But I, and I think it's a lot of the. Uh, I think it's mostly the energy, like you were saying that, like that, like parties and stuff like that. You you probably do have a lot of people that have uh, similar interests 
and then just be like, oh, yeah, yeah, you were that dude that was talking to my girl. Right, or right, whatever. right. So you do have that. Mm-hmm. And especially if it's a local type party where um, everybody knows each other or knows of, of each other. Mm-hmm. And then with social media, everybody know where you at all the time and what's going on. Right. So it's like easy to find like somebody. Yeah. Right, because there are those people that just come to just call shit. Yeah, yeah. But it plus like like to the, another difference is just black people just got a totally different energy than uh that's <laughs> than true. white people that's do. True. Like in any situation, because it's some. I mean, that goes back to the whole situation with when you watch movies and uh the white girl does a dumb move and she trips and falls. That's why every black person like, no, bitch, what you doing? Ah! <laughs> you know, they always talk about how we do, but <laughs> but they say that because. That's the type of energy that that black people have. We like, oh hell no, that wouldn't happen if right. that was me, because that's the type of energy. Because we've been had. all we've been running, yeah, since we've been at this country. White people don't run; <laughs> they safe. They always safe. They always, safe. They always are, go back to whiteness and be safe. But like they say, when when you hear gunshots or something like that, there's some folks that be like, oh, what is that gunshots and run towards the yeah, danger? Yeah, and we like gunshot, we out. Man. Right, no asking questions. Exactly. We ask questions after we get out of there. Right. But that right. that is that is genetic. Because when we was running, <laughs> there was gunshots right. that we was running from that slave patrol. Right. Always <laughs> Is that back where that comes from? Yes. You might be right. Yes. That's not funny. It's in the bloodline. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if it's a gunshot. Well, you know, speaking of like, you know, parties and going to, you know, events, like how different do you think it's going to be for our kids when they get into like so college and things like that? How different you know, what, partying will be, like, like what, on what, in what sense? In, in a sense of like, you know, when I think of going to a party, like when like I used to go to, like at the UD at like the Tremont. That's the University that. of Delaware. University of Delaware, Blue Hands, uh, Blue Hand. and you would go to those parties. I mean, I used to have some of the you know the best times there. Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean, best times, and you know you would be you know there with. You know, uh, you know, students and people who would pay their five or ten dollars right, to, right. to get in there that may not ever even step the foot in a, you know, in in the college. Back even then, when I was going, I wasn't in college, and right, I def- yeah. definitely didn't go to UD. Yeah, I some but parties up there. I, you know, I, I went. I and, you know, though, again, those are some of my, you know, <laughs> fondest memories. You know, and I just think of, you know, now that there's so much going on in the world, and I think we've started raising our kids a lot different to you know we take them everywhere to where when we grew up you know we kind of had we kind of had our like a free reign of where we where we went our parents don't even know half the shit we did let alone until we tell them so now everything is so guarded and we take them to everything and every go you know you can you go take your kids to the mall and drop them off and they may have fun as teenagers but you know is it I wonder if, if college life or dorm life isn't really different now. Back to De- Devin's question, I would like to answer his question. You weren't supposed to say back to. It doesn't matter. Start over. <laughs> <That's fine>. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I don't even know how so to start. <laughs> yeah, so to answer, so to answer Devin's question, I think college life has changed. I got three nieces that are in college currently, uh, a junior and two freshmen. And no, I'm sorry, a junior, a freshman, and a sophomore. Uh, and they all text me different things that they, they are experiencing and things like that nature. Um Honestly, man, it's it's all the same. Like being a kid and being young, 
we've all been through it and we're when they call me and tell me what they're going through i can relate to a certain extent but i think with the social media and everybody the world just being closer and more connected is uh is it expands their world more so than ours like my my biggest thing in college was i got to go to spring break and i got to go overseas for like six weeks to two months Mm -hmm. and they gone overseas and just for two weeks vacation i'm like what the Right. Like, what, how does that even? <laughs> yeah, like, what's going on? So, yeah, college college has changed. I think the work is still the same, like, though, and the goal to graduate is still the same, and college is a really big thing for people. I know, because I think, like, the, the party life in college is probably still just what, what yeah. it is. Like, yeah. it's just, of course, it ain't going to be the same. We tried to go to college and party versus right. if we're somebody in college trying to party or that it, age it, it, trying to party. I mean, I guess it does. It separates people. People who are truly still there to, uh, um, sorry, <laughs> it does probably still separate the people that are there to truly party mm-hmm. and who can, oh, yeah. you know, they mix the two quickly, yeah, who can mix the two and party and study and, and you know, and still knock out the grades that they need to, you know, yeah. to make to pass. And then you got the people who. Who just were never cool in high school and never was cool in college. <laughs> they just like yeah, that's, and college, uh, college ain't gonna change. Well, college is gonna yeah. change their it's goal, their right. direction. But, but then that's the thing. Like, and when it comes down to a college mm-hmm. is for your education, and you're there mm-hmm. to get your degree and to move on into the real world. And college is a chance for you to experience mm-hmm. life and be on your own and still be able to call your parents. Right. You know what I mean? And right. It's those four Shit, or five years. Listen, he's going to call you, gonna be and so you going to answer. And you going to answer. answer. Well, I think what's going to be different for, I think, at least uh, our kids' generation for, well, I'll speak just about my experience. So I'm the first, but also the youngest in my family that actually went to college. I'm the only one. So I think that... Um, where it's more of a mandate or a mandatory thing that like my kids, you know, I went to college so that I could basically be able to say to them, like, you have to go because I went. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Where for my parents going, I mean, they had other opportunities, they had other outlets. So I doubt that for at least my parents, I don't think in my household it was this like really big push. It wasn't this push. They they wanted us to do something. They wanted us to you know do something with our lives and not fall into you know kind of the wrong you know choose a direction before it choose us type of thing. But um, you know I wonder for 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 my kids you know how different or how similar you know college will, will be because um, you know every kid is different. Like my son is different than my daughter, uh, and we'll we'll just see. I know their experience will be different. Um, Yo, it's just crazy but, looking at like how kids' experiences are in just high school mm-hmm. versus like the way it was when we was in high school. Mm-hmm. It's like I'd be tripping when they be like, "Yeah, you know, cell phone. You can have your cell phones in the school and all this shit. They wouldn't even let us have a page. No, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, nothing. <laughs> all the people did was make beeper right. voices. Right. Like, the but that's the whole thing. Phone. Like we were looking. Our technology was a beeper. Right, and they got and they uh, computer out. in their pocket. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Again, yeah, like how it's been so lenient. Like we couldn't keep the beeper 
when yeah. we can't even respond to the page. Yeah. We can't respond yeah. to the page. You know, or they you, picking up their phone it, in the middle it, it of the class. Like, hello. Right. But I think that has a lot to do with going back to like safety and things of that nature. Like now you have school shooting, you want to be able you want to be able to reach your child, child, children. Like, are you okay? Mm-hmm. So right. It was a whole right. It was a whole different kind of connotation that went with the pagers. Right. You had a pager because you was a doctor. If you weren't a doctor, a you deal. were a drug dealer. So you know, you know, I remember getting into major arguments with my dad about it because I'm like, I got, I got my own job. You know, I got my own job. I bought myself a pager because I can't afford a cell phone. So why are we having this argument about what? Well, now you got to pick up the thing you said was dope. Because he never knew you was a doctor. I know you're not a doctor. So, so yeah, I think that'll that it'll be you know definitely different for you know for our kids. I think we've been trained and kind of uh, sort of brainwashed to believe. Well, not brainwashed, but at least set up to. Okay, our parents always said, you know, I want to give you more than what my parents give me, and then. We are carrying along that same legacy and that same mindset of I want to be able to give you know but my you, kids more. You know what's I also have. crazy though is that like now with the with the how heavy the internet is and social media is like mm-hmm. it's almost like your education is not needed for you to get to a, a high level, like because even like even if with companies nowadays a lot of companies are just looking at who who fo- how many followers you got. But like, doesn't that doesn't that depend on the job though? Because yeah, yeah, my, my career, like it. social media, you better not be on social media acting a fool. No, it definitely you're not getting a job. It definitely mm-hmm. depends on the career. But what I'm saying is that like you don't to like the the whole educational part of it, like you don't necessarily need it to be successful at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Right. Because I think that's that's true. And it's crazy that's true. that, and that's what happened to to me. What happened to like like music because it's been dumbed down so much. Because now social media allows it to be dumbed down. Because you can because put out one you got, Because you have and, access to right. so many people just to throw whatever you want out, out there because mm-hmm. of the internet. Right. Versus back in the day, everybody right. had to see you to hear you. Right. Yeah. And it's like... But it, so uh, is that a good thing? Not... It could be <laughs> because because now that that superstar who couldn't get it who couldn't get to New York or to California to be seen, he's in Wisconsin. Yeah. Now he can get yeah. seen. But like you said, that super that non superstar in Wisconsin is putting out trash. Well, but I think, I think <laughs> social media, if it's done correctly, it gives a lot of people Leverage. the ability to be to 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 do it there on their own terms or on their own ways. Like you have the YouTube channels, you have YouTube stars. Podcast, I mean, I, I, mean, I, podcast. Watch, right, I, don't, I mean, I watch all the YouTube stars, but I know that you have to put in work because I, I mean, you have to put in work to do it because you have to do some type of content. You got to keep it consistent. So you have to be Yeah, but and some of these people get mad money too. Right, like but, they're getting paid. But you got to really work. I mean it's still a job. You it's still, still a job. Yeah, you yeah. still have to yeah. do the content. But uh, I ain't had to have no degree. Right. I ain't had to even graduate from high school. I ain't had to leave really. my living room. But, yeah. but that's so that's always been the case that there's always been an avenue that you the have niche, to go to college. The type because, of niche jobs. Because yeah. uh well, Facebook, Microsoft, they've all they started college but they all dropped out. So it's always been a way that right. if, but that, you, if you were entrepreneur or you were creative of some sort, you didn't have to go. I mean, or if you were good with your hands or anything like that, you right. didn't have to go to college. Yeah, it's all about really it's all about it. passion, um and and you know, again, talent. You you don't have to necessarily be the you know, best in class. Mm-hmm. You at least gotta be willing to put in some hard yeah. work. Yeah. I think that's really the biggest life lesson and or you know the main
And that's Every that's what college work. teaches you because you're not you're exactly. on your own on and your own. you can go to any party you want you can right. go to any function you want and you don't have to go to class nobody's taking attendance taking or making in. yeah or setting your alarm for you so it's, it's totally it's totally <laughs> a, you know, it is a setup it's a definite setup <laughs> it but it, the cream rises to the top but I think it's a it's a a great experience that everybody should have. Like yep. you have to do at least get you yep. at least your associates and try to stay on campus exactly. for at least a year or two just yep. to to have that yep. on your own experience before you actually jump out into the real world. And because yep. once you jump out into the real world, you can't come go back, bro. Can't go back. And but that's like I told tough. Josh. Like when he gets to college, is probably where he'll meet his real friends at. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Like, definitely. Because he, he oh like he always discuss about. I don't have no friends. I talk to Lou and uh, mm-hmm. and Dave, and that's it, right? <laughs> and it's like, and then they always be like, but Lou family, so he don't really count. Like, well, like you know Dave forever, so that don't really count. Either. They're like, yo, so my thing is, like, I'll be telling Josh, I'm like, yo, like, he has His circle's these, gonna change. Yo, and that's what I tell him. He's and got this circle now, and they, he's like, yo, I ain't talking to them right now. They blah, 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 and they ain't talking to me, blah, blah, blah. And I tell him, well, you don't never hear me say that. Right. Because <laughs> I got it, you're not talking to him. You're not like, talking to him. Right. And I'm like, yo, it's just not. Right. You're not gonna hear that because I don't have a, a big circle, a big enough circle to hear that. Right. Right. Like, and I'm like, yo, and them people that you in, that you cool with right now, you probably never even talk to them when you get, when you get to college. Right. And then there's a a bunch of other people that you become cool with yeah, that yeah. may even like y'all may level up each other. Like at the end of the day, like you don't have to depend on right now. You're still young. Mm-hmm. And like it's a lot of stuff that you but gonna that, go through. But that's that young teenage and angst, man. They think they know everything. And I remember being 17, 18, your son's age, mm-hmm. and I knew it all, bro. And I'm yeah. looking back like, damn, I wish man, I could tell my. But you know it's crazy. Stuff, that's man. why you be telling you. That's why I like, tell them now. Uh, all the stuff that my mom was saying. Yeah, And now you look at yourself like, yeah, man. We don't talk about Yeah, we're gonna wrap it up. Once again, this is the first episode. A Bruising and Banner podcast. I want to thank my guest for coming out and sharing this yeah. time with me, drinking oh, yeah. the time, man. Uh, and uh, we'll see you next time on uh, episode two. Peace. 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 Peace.